When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Harry Douglas dancing as we bring in ESPN sports betting analyst Aaron Dolan, Philadelphia's own. And so Harry insisted, <laughs> Aaron, that we bring you in with some meek. How you feeling? Did this get you hype? You ready to go? Oh, my gosh. It gets me so hyped. When I was recently out in Vegas for Daily Wager, I said on air, I was like, I can't believe I didn't walk out to Dreams and Nightmares. I actually worked out to that song today. So I'm all for it. Look at this. We're going to we're going to turn this into a thing. In fact, I, I'm suddenly deciding that everybody at ESPN should get our own like WWE style walk in song. Like we'll figure out what that would look like. Uh, we, we have oh, you on, Aaron, because we need your expertise, especially me. Like, look, I, I, I've been everything I've done so far in the NBA playoffs has turned out to be the exact wrong thing. I'm the first to admit it. Like every bet I've placed I, the next day, I come in and say, whoops, my bad. So uh, where are you seeing the money and the tickets come in for game six so far? Well, first of all, you're not wrong. Um, in terms of betting, this has been so, so difficult. I would say out of all the sports, this series in particular, usually I'm like hitting things left and right. It's been so hard to predict. But in terms of where we're seeing money and tickets come in onto your sports book right now, the Celtics hold 53% of the tickets, 68% of the money in terms of covering. Then on the money line, we're seeing 74% of the tickets on the Warriors. Celtics holding 54% of the money. And then more money and tickets are coming in on the over for the game total. But here's some other interesting things that I'd ask users for. One, one of the most famous uh, bets is going to be that third quarter spread for the Golden State Warriors. Everybody knows they're such a good third quarter team. They're seeing 97% of the money on that bet, which is pretty wild. And then after game five for the series betting, when the Celtics moved to plus 310, uh, great money came in. 92% of the money came pouring in on the Boston Celtics. So clearly people are still thinking there's a shot there. Or maybe they just feel that there is value at taking the Celtics to plus 310 because obviously they wouldn't be able to get that number again if they do win this game six. And then in terms of popular profits for tonight, Wiggins double-double. People are loving that. Tatum triple-double, smart over points. And then by money, those were all by tickets. By money, Curry, double-double, no. Jalen Brown, double-double, no. Robert Williams over points, rebounds, and assists. And both tickets and money coming in on Draymond Green to hit over par for tonight. So those are some uh, fun bets that you're seeing people really take some action on. Aaron, this is a very, very important game six in the NBA Finals. Game six in a playoff setting with the Warriors involved, normally known as game six, Clay. Clay Thompson, game six. That's what we know it as. But – other than that, what play do you like in terms of the side and the total? So in terms of the side and the total, I'm staying away from both of them because like you had said, you're placing these bets and you can't seem to hit anything. It's, this series just continues to zigzag. But the one thing I do like is the Celtics' first-half spread. It's currently minus three, which a lot of people might think, okay, that's super high for a first-half spread considering the game spread's minus three and a half. But the only way to beat the Golden State Warriors is to jump out on them. The teams in the previous series that did grab one went off the Warriors. That's exactly what they did. Boston's also 4-1 against the spread in the first half this series, with the only loss being in that game five. So they are typically good in the first half of games, so the Warriors take a little bit of time to warm up. We know they're great in that third quarter, and they're better at closing out games than the Boston Celtics. So the only side I'd really want to play would be that Celtics first half. We're talking to Aaron Dolan, ESPN sports betting analyst. Follow her on Twitter, at Aaron Kate Dolan. 
uh, as we get you caught up on everything you need to know for Game 6. Don't forget the NBA Finals ESPN Radio tonight. Coverage begins at 8 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN Radio stations. It's Kenny and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz filling in for the guys. And uh, when we start talking about player props, what player props stand out to you, Aaron, for the Celtics? For the Celtics, I'm going Tatum over three and a half made threes. And I know that's a little confusing for people considering he's only averaging 23 points so far in the series. He's only hit over his points props once in five games. Do not bet that. But in terms of his made threes, he's actually hit over three and a half in three of five games, which really stands out. And also in elimination games this postseason, which is only three games, he's averaging 32 points and 52% shooting from free. So I do like him to go over his made threes tonight. Also another one, this is going to be my best bet for tonight. I'll give it out early here on the radio. Marcus Smart over 20 and a half points and rebounds. Combine those two. He did over this in four or five. The only time he didn't hit it was in that game two when he played 25 minutes and they basically sat their starters towards that end of the third quarter into the fourth quarter. When he's locked in defensively, he's always better offensively. And I expect the stars tonight for the Celtics to not miss any game time whatsoever. I mean, it's do or die situation for them. They're not going to sit a player like Marcus Smart. So I do think he'll get over 20 and a half points rebounds. And that's also at plus money right now on Caesar Sportsbook. You look across the way for the Warriors. What player props stand out to you for them? Well, I think Wiggins is going to be a big one tonight as well as Clay Thompson. But I'm still looking at Steph Curry over 28 and a half points. And usually I typically, typically am not somebody who goes on shows and says, look at the stars and take their overs. But I mean, Steph Curry is Steph Curry. He's going to have a bounce back game. He's on pace to be the third guard. Average 30 points in multiple NBA finals. The other two guards that did that were Jerry West and Michael Jordan, which is pretty wild. Um, obviously, he wasn't great from three last game, 0 for 9, not something that we see typically considering that was the first time he failed to hit a three pointer in 233 games. There's really no way to limit Steph Curry, and I don't think the last game, that game five, the Celtics found a way to limit him. I think he just offensively just didn't have it that game tonight. In a situation where he could potentially win the NBA Finals again, I think he's most likely going to go off, and he takes the most shots by far out of anybody on his team. Aaron, we appreciate you hanging out with us. We love your expertise. Enjoy a beautiful – like you say you're in Vegas, and all I think is I'm jealous. So enjoy a fantastic day. last, Last week I was. Not in Vegas anymore. I'm back on the East Coast, the best coast. Vegas is a little much. Yeah, he got he got his hopes up, Aaron. Tell him you you better believe it. You said it right, Aaron. East Coast, East Coast, down south, this side of the uh, of of the country. We're not worried about no West Coast and that Vegas stuff. Fitz, get out of here. One of us on this show was born and raised in Vegas. All right, so I'm going to say West Coast, (laughs) West Coast all day, every day. Aaron, thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate you. Thank you, guys. Love the intro too. Let's keep that going. Oh, look at that. East Coast, best coast. Well, we're going to have so many arguments about that. But we can't argue about free stuff. Want a chance to win some cash just by tuning in to Game 6? All you got to do is listen to the NBA Finals on ESPN Radio tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern, for the chance to win $6,000. Again, $6,000. Listen to the NBA Finals on ESPN Radio tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern. Like, that's, you know, that's fun money for Harry Douglas when he played in the NFL. But for the rest of us, I mean, Harry's looking at 6K and he's like, I don't know. That's what I spend on asparagus is my side with my well-done steak. You know, that's a, if you're Bro, Harry, if you, you know, keep telling the audience that I like well-done, I am going to fight you when I see you. I swear. Oh, I will not win that fight. I will never win that fight. I would never fight with Harry Douglas if I could hug him. I'd We're rather brothers. do that. brothers. You know no, we don't fight. Uh, we're going to keep getting you caught up on what you need to know for game six because we're going to have a Steph Curry legacy conversation. But 
before you roll your eyes, before you say, oh, I've heard it. Nope, this one's different than any you've heard all week. I promise you that. We'll do it next. Candy and Carlin, Jason Fitz, Harry Douglas, and for the guys on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Kenny and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. God, if you could only see the way we look right now. I'm glad <laughs> we're not on TV today. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz. Harry Douglas looking cool at everything he does. Like, Harry's bopping around with all this rhythm looking awesome. I look as stiff, middle-aged, and white as humanly possible on that. So I've managed to accomplish <laughs> all of that. Uh, Harry, uh, Harry and I hanging out in for the guys, uh, getting you caught up on everything you need to know, especially getting you ready for the NBA Finals. Game six of the NBA Finals is a hot ticket. Hot, 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 hot. ticket is brought to you by Vivid Seats, where you earn rewards with every purchase. Visit Seat Rewards. Vivid Seat Rewards is your ticket to more tickets. Vivid Seats, life happens live. It'll be happening live tonight, and a lot of conversation will be about what Steph does or doesn't do. And Harry, I have rolled my eyes so much this week about legacy and the concept of legacy for Steph. And part of the conversation that has happened on a lot of our TV shows and radio shows has been, if Steph wins the NBA Finals MVP, what will this do? Will this make him a top 10 player? Will it make him whatever? Uh, all of these different, you know, where's it put him in the, the lexicon of history? Harry, here's what I keep thinking about. To me, mm-hmm. when you talk about legacy, I don't give a damn about championships. I don't care about win-loss record. I care about did you change the game? And when you talk Transcend. about Steph, at the end of the day, 
people play. Now, I'm not just talking about the NBA. The NBA is different. We know that. Women's basketball is different. I talked to Caitlin Clark from Iowa uh, on one of our game day shows after uh, one of their wins, and I asked her where her range was, and she said, man, I learned from Steph my range is anywhere I'm open on the court. You think about the impact of women's basketball. You think about the impact to pick up basketball, like the shots that you used to look at your buddy and be like, no, you don't get to take that shot. That's now a normal shot because we've all watched Steph play. The legacy conversation has gotten twisted into where you belong in a top 10 when the real measure of legacy is, is the game changed forever? And the answer to that is clearly yes. And knowing that answer, there is no doubt in my mind that Steph Curry, legacy-wise, is a top three player in the history of the NBA because for generations, they will play different. Look at Deacon Fitz. Giving us that heck of a sermon, Deke. Going to now Woo! you need to, well, do we get communion now? Uh, Are you no, going to pass out communion? I ain't giving out no free crackers. Like, no, you got to pay for everything. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would kind of like a, like a choir in the back doing like the offbeat clap and like, hallelujah. <laughs> we could do that. That was, that was a black hallelujah. Thank you so much. No, nah, but see, on a serious note, when, when you look at a guy like Steph Curry who has transcended the game, and now you, you think about NBA, you think about basketball, right? Steph Curry is a guy that you basically want to pick up full court or as soon as he crosses half court because he can hit it from 38 feet. He can hit it from 36 feet. He is that guy. And now you're seeing a guy like Jordan Poole, his young protege, hitting shots from deep like that, and Steph Curry is just smiling because he's like he's the big brother that taught the little brother how to do these things or how to practice these shots. And you see videos of those two guys practicing those kind of shots in practice, right? But a brother had an opportunity to play with Steph Curry and Clay and all those guys, Steph Curry, Clay, and Draymond. And one of the things that he told me over and over again is that and he was a shooter too, so he 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 – shot with those guys over and over again is that Steph Curry and the repetition and the way he shoots the basketball and practices uh practice shooting the basketball when he's in the game it's really so effortless because he's done it so many times outside of the actual game so when you rep something so much it becomes muscle memory and that's the message I want to send to a lot of uh, fathers and, 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 and mothers out there right now, and even brothers and sisters who have kids coming up, you have to rep these things. You have to practice these things. It's not by mistake that Steph Curry is out here scoring 43 points and 30-plus points and sit, shooting seven for 14 from the three-point line, but all the threes aren't just at the line. They're from different areas on the basketball court. Notice I said different areas on the basketball court. It's because he practiced those things, and practice makes perfect. But from a legacy standpoint, now I'll be honest with you, like when a lot of people say top 10, do I agree with the top 10? Do I think he should be in the top 10 right now? No, I don't. Even if he does win finals MVP. Now, if he comes next year and wins the NBA title again or another one after this one, then you, you have to throw him in there. Because I, I, I watched first take the other day, and Stephen A. asked Shaq, and Shaq actually said that Steph Curry is a top 10 player in his eyes. So somebody asked Shaq, so who are you taking out? And Shaq didn't say anything. He couldn't name anyone. But to your point, we do have to stop discrediting Steph Curry and his greatness by asking, is he a top 10 player, when he has transcended the way people shoot the basketball and want to learn how to shoot the basketball. Those shots you're talking about, 
I remember a time playing basketball in high school and AAU, and if somebody shot a shot like that, you want to know what the coach would do? Go get his ass. Come on over here and sit by me, son. But not anymore because that's the way Steph Curry has transcended the game to where you're learning and you're practicing shots like that. But legacy is important. But people who has altered and changed the game, I do think Steph Curry is up there in the top three when it comes to that. I really do believe that. And that, to me, is how I, in so many ways, define legacy. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz in on Kenny and Carlin on ESPN Radio. You know, for me, when I think about the top ten conversation, the problem with this, let's be real for a second. Many of us that are having these top ten debates, myself included, like I, I, how would I know about NBA players from the 50s and 60s with any real context, right? Like your, your, <laughs> your parents can talk to you about it. Like maybe you grew ask up Mad Dog. It. Go ask Mad Dog. Yeah. You know Mad right. Dog knows. You know, and, and then I can you... tell you everything you need to know, Jason. Just come talk to oh, me, and best. I'll let you know what happened in the 40s, 50s, 60s, and the 70s, and even the 80s. If you need the 80s, I'll let you know the 80s as well. I, I was having the conversation with some of our guys off air after my debate with Jay Will last week about who has more talent, Chris Brown or Michael Jackson. And without getting back into that debate, one thing that I thought was key from it was talking to some of the guys about – that, that look at Chris Brown and they're like, oh, my God, he's such a better dancer. And I said, the only thing you may not understand to that is what dance was like in Michael Jackson's era and why what he did, which may not look as impressive to you now, was so mind-blowing then. That's a level of context. No matter how much you watch on YouTube, you simply can't gain. So the top mm-hmm. 10 conversation to me is always going to be wasted because generationally there's never a real answer. It is the grown-up sports bar equivalent of my dad can beat up your dad. I can't answer whether or not he's a top 10 player because I didn't watch the guys in the 50s with any context. I can't answer this. Has basketball changed forever because of the play of Steph Curry? And the answer to that is not just yes, it's hell yes. And when that mm-hmm. is the answer to your career, then that speaks to the legacy you have. Because for generations, even if kids don't know why the game is different, the game will be different. Speaking of different, Justin Fields gave us a different answer about how ready he is to play right now. How concerned should Bears fans be? We'll ask our next guest that and more. It's Candy and Carlin with Harry Douglas and Jason Fitz on ESPN Radio. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network.
It's Kenny and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80. With the love, Douglas, doctor. Jason Fitz filling in. With the love, I don't know. doctor. It just felt like it, like it felt like the a little love, more. Doctor. I was trying to give something a little more. The a little love, less, doctor. Little, little, love, little, doctor. Little number one. Love, doctor. Just number two. So tell me, Fitz, what do you really want to do? Take I it want away, to tell Fitz. everybody that ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. America, I'm sorry I did this. Like, this is my fault. Like, I know not to give Harry Douglas this much free reign, and that's exactly <laughs> what I just did. I, 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 I unleashed the beast, and once you've unleashed the beast, I don't know how you put it back in the cage. Uh, we'll try and figure it out. We'll get back to everything we need to know about Game 6 of the NBA Finals. You guys are fired up on Twitter, too, about some of what we had to say on Steph, so we'll be sure to respond to that. We'll do that in a minute. But before we get to any of that, Got some NFL news to break down as we inch closer and closer to what I think is going to be the most exciting season in a decade, mostly because my beloved Raiders aren't going to suck. So as we get some insight on what to expect this season, let's head over now where we're joined by ESPN NFL reporter Diana Rossini. Diana, always appreciate you hanging out with us. I know Bears fans are a little bit concerned at this point, and they're concerned because of what uh, what uh, Justin Fields had to say. This is from his press conference. I want you to hear it when he was asked about whether or not he's ready for the start of the season uh no <laughs> not ready for the season to start um you know i'm the type of guy to you know like to know that i'm prepared so um right now i'm just being honest we're, we're not ready to play a game right now so um uh but and when that time comes we will be ready so right now no i'm not ready to play now diana i know why you and i would say that when it comes to covering the season but i'll ask you should bears fans be concerned with field's answer no not at all in fact He's my favorite quarterback right now in the league just based on his low expectation intelligence. The thing that I think so many fans don't get is, you know, all these quotes that you're hearing and, you know, you're hearing this quarterback looks great and this one was terrific. And and some of that is true, but all you're doing is setting your team up and and, and your spirits for, for disappointment here because they're in shorts right now. And, you know, right now, this time of year is about just the bread and butter install, getting out of camp healthy, and that's it. And he just said what the reality is. And it's what more players should be saying, in my opinion. Uh, even even today, I saw Arthur Smith talking about his rookie quarterback, and there was just tons of glowing things and he had to say about his intelligence and his ability and I reached out to some people in Atlanta trying to figure out what, what's going on there because that's not really coach's style to share that much. And I got an answer immediately from someone who was like, oh, no, they're just trying to keep that competition down there. Uh, so so back to fields, I, look, if I'm a Bears fan, I'm psyched. I'm like, at least he's realistic and, and, and our expectations can, can stay at a normal level. Unlike you see these other teams like down in Miami, where these guys better win the Super Bowl based on the quotes I'm seeing. And, Diana, I can actually speak to that because I'm doing the Bill Walsh internship with the Atlanta Falcons. So I've been up there just about every day I'm not working at ESPN doing that internship and coaching. And Desmond Ritter has been great, um, him and Marcus both. And I think those guys complement one another. But I think when you have a friendly competition, it's going to bring out the best in both guys. But Desmond Ritter being a young guy coming in, being vocal, and the things that he's doing – off the field as well to to get the young guys up to speed and making sure they know their information has been tremendous to watch uh, being a former player at the wide receiver position and 
the chemistry that him and Drake have, and Drake has chemistry yeah. with Marcus Mariota as well. So I think overall, I think it's, it's successful for Atlanta because you have two guys, and one guy who's played with Arthur Smith, and then another guy that, 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 that was drafted by Arthur Smith. They're doing it together, but they're in competition, but it's a healthy competition. Yeah, but you well, first of all, congrats on the Bill Walsh Diversity Coaching Fellowship that you're doing. That's that's so cool, and I'd love to talk to you offline about how it's going. I just think it's such a great opportunity, and, and the fact that you get to be around that organization, I, I I really like them from from ownership down. I just think that they're they're top notch. Uh, but that being said, don't you understand what I'm trying to say though about how you're basically describing the way you are, the way camp's going? with the Jets and the first thing that stood out to me from coach Sala was how much he downplayed so much of what they were doing and then when I went out there and watched them in seven on seven and red zone and granted again they're, they're in short Zach looks I think we're losing Diana. I think we, we had Diana. Uh, Devin's going to try and get her back. Uh, we'll, we'll see if we can get Devin, producer extraordinaire, going to see if he can get Diana back. Uh, we, were, we were all looking at each other trying to make it out because uh, it's giving great things. By the way, Harry, congratulations. There, there is nobody that I work with that, that amazes me more constantly than Harry Douglas. And I have gotten, I've gotten in my feels on air talking about <laughs> the Hall of Fame that uh, you are so rightfully uh, a part of in college football in Louisville and all the things that you've been acknowledged for over the last few years. But the thing that Harry Douglas should be acknowledged for the most as I continue to just like wax philosophical about Harry Douglas is your work ethic. Like, the, you know, when you live in the 1%, you got to outwork everybody else and you just got to keep outworking everybody else. And you do that constantly, man. I'm really proud of you for getting into that internship, but you, you don't want to be a coach, man. Like you're too, you're too fun to watch. As a, <laughs> if you become a coach, if, if I have to call you coach Douglas, just, you can everybody start just me, relax. Okay. I listen, mean, you're going to give me like coach. I, I am 100% invested into my media career. It's going mm-hmm. great. Um, being able to do the internship has been good because you get to see a lot of different things. Plus, I'm back in football and get that one-on-ones with guys too. Like that's been amazing. You know, once okay, you okay, shut up. Now we don't want we don't okay, want to hear Diana. About we need Diana because I want to hear about the Jets. I want to hear about the Jets. Diana, tell us about the Jets. We're tired of talking about Harry. Diana, you were talking going, about I the actually, Jets. <laughs> I was. I was going back to Doctor Love. Actually, I was just thinking. My, my, do you guys remember when you would t- call your boyfriends or girlfriends on a landline? I miss landlines. I want to no, bring yeah. them back. Facts. Facts. Uh, but back to the Jets, you know, they they got a young receiving core, young backs, and Zach Wilson's definitely improved. But the overall takeaway from camp, and I was even able to talk to, to Sala after practice as well uh, to try to get some, some, you know, bullet points to talk about with you guys and on, on the other shows. You know, and I asked him straight up, like, you know, tell me what you're seeing from Zach right now. He's like, I don't need him to be Tom Brady. I don't. I just need him to improve and get better in all these different areas. And he's already shown maturity and growth. And it's just June. He's like, and it just has to continue over the next few weeks. And and you guys probably have heard tons of stories like this where guys will look great during mini camps and OTAs, and then they don't stick with it over the summer, and they come back different different guys for training camp. And it's like, what happened, man? We were, we're on the right track. Uh, you know, and that's always concerns coaches have when it comes to to 
players staying in shape and staying locked in. But the Jets seem to be really lowering those expectations. And, and, and who knows, maybe, maybe that, that's the style that they want to go with, hoping that they can come out with winning seven, eight games this year. There no, are huge ex- go ahead, Harry. Yeah, from one quarterback to another one, I got to talk about Lamar Jackson because he's been a topic this entire offseason. He's also a guy, when you look at Deshaun Watson getting $230 million guaranteed, he's looking forward to a new contract as well. So where are we in terms of Lamar Jackson's contract status? So I feel like both sides have done an incredible job of just keeping everything close to the vest there and not really – talking to too many reporters about it and you know today I thought it was gigantic news that Lamar even spoke because uh, they don't have to do that and you know he was pretty transparent about where they're at which is you know they just started having conversations that being him you know he's representing himself as you guys know um, with the GM Eric DaCosta they just started talking um, so I think for Ravens fans this is a great first step because up until this week I had heard they were just waiting for Lamar like it was just yeah, we would love to share with you how negotiations are going, but we don't we don't even know where they stand because he won't talk with us. Uh, and some of this is, I think, you know, his thought process in this has been he's focused on football, but I also think he's looking at it as a leverage play. Um, you know, and, and I've, I've been getting asked all day, do I think week one Lamar Jackson is going to be the highest paid quarterback in football? Right, because you have to think that's what he's waiting out for. If I'm Lamar, I'm looking at Deshaun Watson's deal saying, just give me that and we'll call it a day and I'll sign. Uh, but I, I don't necessarily believe that that's going to be the case. You guys heard, and, and I think I've spoken to you guys about this, how annoyed teams were at the Browns for giving Watson that deal because of this. Now now you're talking about a player looking to make that kind of money. You know, If you told me that Lamar was going to make $50 mil a year, let's say, like we saw Aaron Rodgers, I'd be really surprised. I think it's going to be more in the mid-40s, but if I'm Lamar, I'm going after every dollar I can get knowing how much he does for that team because he pretty much does it all. Yeah, so much great information there. Follow her on Twitter, at Diana ESPN, as always. Thank you for your insight, my friend. Try and enjoy a little downtime this summer, but we can't wait to get to get to football season so we can hang out even I more. cannot wait. Go Raiders. Happy Father's Day, boys. I love being with you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Diana. you. Oh, she's just buttering me up right there with the Go Raiders. But it is gonna be a good oh, I'm going to be insufferable all across every ESPN Plus, platform. I forgot what? to ask uh, Diana this. She's supposed to be making me a meatball sub. I haven't got that meatball sub yet. I got to let her know I'll be up in New York soon. I've been up in New York a lot, I so I need that meatball sub. Like, was she just like mail you a meatball? So Chris Carlin and Bubba can leave me alone because they talk about me every time they pick on me. They try to bully me because I haven't had a meatball sub. I say, it's a damn meatball sub. Why y'all so amped up about a meatball sub? We need you to have a meatball sub, Harry. Look, so I've I got to get a meatball sub. I've seen Bubba and Carlin both. If they are bullying a former NFL wide receiver, <laughs> whew, I don't know. Things have gone wrong. I'm about to bully a former NFL wide receiver because he's got to take on one quarterback that I cannot believe and I did not expect. You'll hear a bold prediction next. Candy and Carlin, Jason Fitz, Harry Douglas on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Fill in. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. 
Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Harry, I don't know if you saw this on Sunday. Shaquille O'Neal reportedly paid the dinner bill for over 40 tables and bought dinner for the entire server team at a fancy New York place, uh, according to page six. The total for his bill was well over 25 grand and included an extremely generous gratuity for the servers that was, quote, the biggest tip they've ever received. So obviously, knowing that you played in the NFL, you got any uh, wild bill stories where you looked at it and said, Of course I do. But I got I to gotta give uh, credit to Shaq because this is not his first time doing this. He does kind kind acts like this on numerous of occasions. And it's just a testament that when you grind and work hard, you're rewarded. And when you're rewarded, you continue to invest in your community and bless others who might not be able to do for themselves. Or even if they still are able to do for themselves, you know you have it and you know you have it uh in a lot of ways so you you just shared that love and that like so i wanted to give a shout out to Shaq. my rookie year fits with the atlanta falcons we're playing in the playoffs we're at at arizona playing the cardinals the entire offense goes to um cheesecake factory so we're all at dinner we're eating and everyone's getting up acting like they're looking at cheesecake and i'm like why in the hell is everybody getting up to ask (laughs) ask for cheesecake and they can just order cheesecake right here at the seat So I proceed to get up. Roddy White tells me, uh, literally, sit your ass down. You're not going anywhere. So I had to sit back down because I'm a rook, and I couldn't go anywhere. He's like, you're paying for the dinner. I was like, whoa. So the only thing in my mind is that, okay, I hope my card does not decline, right? Because it's my rookie year. You know, I'm not spending much. I'm frugal. Hell, you know I'm frugal now. I Mm -hmm. I don't want to spend this money. But I had to spend the money, and I'm not going to tell you how much it was, but it was a lot of money. Just imagine their entire offense and offensive lineman, they eat a lot of money. Gojo, hey, he's a former offensive lineman. He eats a lot. Just imagine 10 people times Gojo. I need to know what it is with football players in Cheesecake Factory. Vince Young is sort of famous for his, what, $5,000 a week, they said, Cheesecake Factory habit. So, like, mm. I don't know. There's something about Cheesecake Factory. I will say uh, the worst example for me is a more recent one. It was in Indy for the national championship game that we were all at covering uh, for college football. And, you know, the Raiders were playing the Chargers last game of the season, chance to go to the playoffs. And one of the coolest moments of my entire life, honestly, like the game starts. 
I look around and I've got a handful of buddies. And by the end of the game, the bar is filled with everybody we love from ESPN, all of our friends hanging out. When the Raiders win the game at the end, they're chanting my name in the bar. I'm jumping up and down. Uh, I never have said this before in my life, but I turned around at one point and I said, round of shots for everybody. And it was like 22 tequila shots. <laughs> I go up to pay the bill. And I'm like, they've been so nice and everything. And then I look down and I see the bill is over $1,000. And like, you know, I am equally like just equally. Oh, my God. So there we go. It's Kenny and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM channel lady presented by Progressive Insurance. Getting you ready for the NBA Finals on ESPN Radio. Tune in Game 6 tonight. Celtics host the Warriors. 8 p.m. Eastern coverage begins on most ESPN Radio stations. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz filling in for the guys. Really, it's Jason Fitz and a guy who's lost his damn mind. Because as we were getting ready for the show today, we're just having this little, you know, cute conversation. I'm looking at the, the helmets online. That you let me say it. Saints. You let me say it, though. You let I'm me looking, say the take. You let I'm, me say it. I'm looking at the, the helmets for one particular team that were released online. And Harry Douglas, uh, I, I was like, Harry, have you seen the Saints helmets? That's all I said innocently, to which he said this. Oh, ugly helmets. Those old <laughs> ugly helmets. But then I also said this, though. I believe their quarterback, Jameis Winston, is going to throw for between 4,000 and 4,500 yards this season. But let me tell you why, though. Mm-hmm. When you look at this offense, you look at a back like you, that they have in Alvin Kamara. He's not just a runner. He is a hell of a receiver out of the backfield, and they're going to find multiple ways to get him that football, catching it out of the backfield. You look at Michael Thomas coming back. Not to mention you drafted in the first round and moved up to go draft a Chris Alave from Ohio State, who's going to be a deep threat for them. And then you brought in a Jarvis Landry in free agency. Then you still have Marquez Calloway and then Adam Troutman at the tight end position. That says to me that Jameis Winston is going to throw for 4,400 yards between those two numbers. And that's, let's not act like he hasn't done it before, right? Two times already in his career, he has passed for over 4,000 yards. One time in his career, he's passed for over 5,100 yards and 33 touchdowns. Now, he had 30 interceptions to go with that, but I'm going to say that low, Okay. Just as long as he doesn't do it, week one. As long as he doesn't have a good week, week one. Or the second week they play the Falcons. We know who they play week one. They play oh, the Falcons wow. week one. Oh, wow. It comes back to the Stadium. So let's Damn look right. At, let's look at last year where the Saints finished 9-8. and eight. And I realize you're right. They have better weapons. The Saints offense last year ranked 19th in points and 28th in yards. All right? So let's just, let's just think about that for a second and then think about what the loss of Sean Payton means. And I know same, you know, same uh, voices. Uh, uh, no, no. I'm not going to let you do this because they have a guy. And does Sean Payton matter? He, he matters. But when you have a guy in Pete Carmichael who has been with them forever, and when Sean Payton went out and couldn't call plays, he called the plays. He's been around that offense and been within that offense for numerous of years. So it's not like they're switching the offense up. They may tailor little things here and there to Pete Carmichael's liking. But let's yeah. not act like we got, we, we're talking about a guy that can't throw the football down the field. He can throw Look, the football down the field. Yeah, I mean, but, but you're also just like forgiving the De- – like Dennis Allen was – and I'll speak to my own bias here. But Dennis Allen was awful as the Raiders coach. Like 
awful as a head coach. Does that not matter when oh, you're like? Oh, it goes back to the Raiders. Oh, well, no, I mean, look, it goes back it, to the Raiders. Look, you've seen excellence, right? <laughs> Harry Douglas has seen excellence all over the place, so you know what excellence looks like. I've seen trash. I've seen trash over and over and over again. I've seen trash for the majority of the last 20 years. It's rare that I don't see trash every Sunday. Every Sunday, I usually end the day by looking at my bottle and saying, why wasn't my dad a Packers fan? Like, that's that's my life. So I know bad football, and I saw a lot of it with the Raiders under Dennis Allen. So I just think there's a little bit of a, oh, well, he's going to get it right this time. and Maybe, maybe. Well, let's, let's, let's look at the, the proof that's in the pudding, though. Under Dennis Allen as a defensive coordinator, they beat up on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady. Right or wrong? Yep. Both yeah, years, Tom Brady in has been nine and eight season. So this he's year, been. They sure did. It, yeah, but it wasn't because of the defense. It's because of the lackluster offense. And when you have a Jameis Winston get hurt, and then you when you have poo poo slups at the quarterback position trying to play quarterback, that's when you have a nine and eight season. If they would have had decent quarterback play, they would not have been nine and eight. They would have won way more games than they won. The fact that they didn't have a, 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 a reliable quarterback that they could rely on, that's what hurt them after Jameis got hurt. But that defense was stellar. And that defense, again, they have Cam Jordan, David Omiata. They have Marcus Davenport. They have Demario Davis. And then you look in the secondary of Marshawn Lattimore. They just brought over the Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew. They have guys defensively to potentially win the NFC South. Potentially. I said potentially. It's not like they suck. But last year, their problem was offensively. It wasn't defensively. You would need Jameis to have the second best year of his career to establish the numbers you're talking about. And you'd need him to forgive <laughs> his t- interception ratio, which is hot garbage. You have a lot more belief than I do. Of course, you played the game, and I only play, and I'm mad. And I'm just saying, we'll see how this plays out by the end of the year. I believe that one of us is going to be right, and it's not the staggeringly good-looking one. All right, next, we'll head to Boston. We'll get you set for game six of the NBA Finals. It's Candy and Carlin, Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz filling in on ESPN Radio.